I'm super excited to welcome you all for another episode of the Uncapped Insider. Uncapped Insider is a podcast series dedicated to revealing the insights of seasoned sales comp professionals. We feature pros with extensive experience in sales comp positions, presenting their career journey to gather invaluable advice for those who are in the early stages of their careers. I'm your host Adit and I'm thrilled to join you today for the podcast. Today as part of our podcast, we have John Waldron with us. who's a total rewards director global compensation at PepsiCo. John has had over 27 years of experience at PepsiCo and has gone from a CFO to director of global compensation. Welcome John to the podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Please give our listeners a quick intro about yourself. Thanks uh for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the the discussion. So as you mentioned, 27 years at uh PepsiCo have spent my entire career here with uh them and uh done roles um actual sales rep roles sales manager sales leader um roles worked in some sales ops type of roles and then for about the last 9 years I've worked on uh sales compensation in some form or or fashion as well as a uh, kind of greater compensation responsibilities absolutely and john like uh, in terms of your role right like how, how does this happen right like how can like you know, how do you go from a sales person to sales ops to sales compensation like how does the transition go well it's it's probably not as natural at pepsico as it, it may or may not be at, at other companies uh it it was definitely a journey it was definitely not something i aspired to um coming up through the ranks in in sales and kind of sales management i recognized a a big opportunity um for me personally with my kind of uh passions and and abilities to to move to something more planning and enablement focused and so at, at the time I started kind of exploring that I thought it was also a a huge opportunity for improvement uh within PepsiCo and so really wanted to kind of explore the the potential in in that area and that's really what led me to uh pursue an MBA and at at the time I was very focused on business analytics and kind of supply chain management kind of the operational aspects and I really wanted to um start to utilize that in the the sales ops sales enablement type of space um and along the way um did a project on exec comp that uh, was very much how do we have a greater per- pay for performance um within executive comp and so that really kind of got me thinking critically about incentive designs and and then really started thinking gosh you know sales compensation i never thought of it as a a career but it kind of opened um um kind of a niche i i would say in in something i wanted to potentially explore uh further and uh then later had kind of the opportunity most of my career at the time was on our us beverage side of the business and our frito lay us business was going through a significant um change 
um, and we're starting to kind of learn from moving from a commission-based uh, incentive plan to a bonus-based incentive design. And, and they had made the decision, but they hadn't worked out really any of the how to actually do that. And, and so had the opportunity to kind of come over and it was kind of like working for a brand new company, even though it's the, the same PepsiCo, uh, because there were so many differences, but uh, was really able to step in at a, a time where they didn't really know what they were doing or how they were going to do it and roll up my sleeves and and really learn all things sales comp. And uh, so it was uh, definitely very unconventional, especially my background kind of sitting in the total rewards um, function, especially. Absolutely. And just to set the context for the viewers of the scale of PepsiCo, right? Like how many people do you have in Salescom today for? <laughs> so we have a total today of 310,000 employees across the globe. We actually have uh, 175,000 that are on some type of uh, incentive design. Uh, a lot of them would be uh, sales comp plans, but then we do also have some incentive plans in our warehouses and plants and, and so forth um, as well, which is different than sales comp, but has some, some similarities. Um, if, you, if you think about PepsiCo, um, we were very diverse, so obviously a big food and uh, beverage business. Um, but we do get into um, bakery businesses and dairy businesses uh, outside of the the U.S. and and what I like to say is we we tend to operate on like every major street at least every single week, if not every uh, single day. Um, that's particularly true in the the U.S. Um, where we have tremendous uh, scale and and uh, very large businesses. And so we operate very people intensive. And so we have a, a lot of what we would call a route sales rep um, that's uh, in a very small geographical area that are are selling our, our products as, as well as doing a lot of fulfillment. Um, so our, our sales rep may be driving the truck and delivering the product that they're they're putting up on on the shelves, and so that that's where we get that uh, really uh, large headcount. Um, but we also operate very local. So while today I'm in a global role and I lead our our incentive compensation center of uh, excellence. Um, we, we, our businesses operate very independently. We have six CEOs um, across six, you know, business divisions, and they have their own unique sales strategies and their own go-to-market um, that's unique to them. And even within those sectors, they're, within the countries and, and business units, there's a, a lot of... Uh, diverse uh, strategies and, and approaches. And so across all of that, we have 175 um, sales compensation plans. So um, definitely a, a unique sales comp environment, I would say. 
Absolutely. That's just, I think uh, people talk about scale when they talk about like, you know, hey, I'm having 10,000 pays, but when you go into the six-digit league, I think it, it just gets extremely complex, right? Like, um, what, where do you go for, like, you know, for you to get guidance today or look at best practices? What are the avenues where you go to learn about that? Yeah. So in, in my current role, even though I'm, I'm, you know, very strategic, I'm, I'm also kind of like an internal consultant. Um, so it's, it's important to really have the pulse of what's out there and what people are doing and what, what are the trends and what's, what's evolving. And, um, and I, I do that both internally and externally. So I'm, I'm obviously communicating with all of our, our different uh, global businesses quite frequently. Um, I would say we're kind of at a moment where sales strategy seems to be evolving uh, much quicker and more frequently. Um, and obviously that has some incentive design um connotations to it but uh i am a a member of world at work and uh love uh attending the world at work sales comp event that they they do every year and uh the next one is going to be august of 2024 in san francisco so uh i'll definitely be there um but i'm also a, a member of the conference board and so there's a sales compensation council of um, sales compensation leaders from from other companies and um, we usually meet twice a year in person and and discuss uh, sales comp and and ask questions and um, we also have virtual meetings uh, throughout the year where we can connect and um, it's a, a great network uh, to kind of um, ask questions to learn. And what I really love is just to listen to everything, because even though um, this has many industries in it and nothing uh, or not everything is specific to my situation, I'm able to really kind of step out of my day to day, listen to what others are are doing and and the challenges that they're facing and and think about it and start to apply it in my context and start to kind of see things from a, a different lens at times. And so um, I would say that's very valuable. And then I, I tend to uh, also kind of consume other offerings uh, that are out there. So, um, you know, yesterday, actually, there was a Willis Towers Watson uh, presentation of a survey that they did um on trends in in sales comp and what are other companies doing and so um as much as possible i try to consume everything that's out there the sales management association mercer um whatever uh is going on i i i try to keep tabs on it because uh it's it's definitely a great way to um hear what's happening and and i'm able to bring value internally with a lot of that external uh information got it i think that's a great bunch of uh, resources for our listeners right i think uh, a lot of what john said are also i think should be open for other people to join and learn as well so thanks for sharing that john uh taking a small like you know segue into 
you know like you know sales compensation is very complex in general right and uh, one of the recent surveys that we did also like you know gave us a very interesting perspective of people in sales compensation like there are sales compensation professional and 50% of them are very unclear with their career prospects and aren't sure about growth in sales compensation as an industry so john with your experience and your unique perspective what advice would you give to these young professionals on how to navigate their career in sales comp sure well first off i i would say sales comp is probably not for anybody um i i think it is something that appeals to to some of us um because i i do think sales comp is kind of an endless problem um you're you're never going to 100% solve that problem and so i i think people that um like and and are are comfortable with um complexity and and challenges um will will really be kind of drawn to to sales comp whereas if if you're you don't you you probably won't be and you'll probably struggle to to some degree and and so i i think there's there's an aspect that i think each uh everybody would have to consider there i i think there's also a dynamic and this kind of drives some of the complexity where sales compensation just goes very broad and it also goes very deep and and i would say that's very much unlike um most other um kind of functions and and roles that are out there um to go this broad and and this deep and so um i i think at times um that overwhelms uh people as as well cuz it's it's one thing to go broad or deep but to do both kind of at the exact same time um is is difficult um i i think i'm not probably surprised that 50% um are a little frustrated i i think um a lot of organizations don't put enough value on sales compensation and so they don't always invest in in enough resources and and probably the right capabilities and experience um from a level standpoint and so i think it's oftentimes very easy to hit ceilings or if you're kind of in an analyst role and you're looking up um you're not seeing a very long um map of upward mobility potential um at, at least directly with sales comp and and some companies i would say do highly value sales comp and so you'll you'll tend to see some much higher level roles and and probably more opportunities and I'm I'm hoping this is a a trend that's going to change over time. I think with um the the elements that I mentioned on um um sales strategy changing and it having an impact on um sales incentive designs. And then I I would say there's another trend out there where as we move into more of the the next generations taking over most of these sa- selling roles 
they're going to expect greater personalization, greater digitalization. They're, they're going to expect that the sales compensation plan makes sense. And, and I think with some of the labor market trends as well, it's going to be hard to retain good salespeople. And so I, I think all of these things, these trends converge and, and really is going to demand that uh, companies do better with sales compensation. And, and so I, I think there's, this is a, a field that is going to grow. And, and it is going to create uh, more opportunities for more people. It's not going to be an overnight thing. But uh, I think if this is something that appeals to you and uh, that you enjoy, I do think that there's going to be a lot of potential um, in this space. But it's it's probably not the easiest career to to have the intensity levels is is often very high absolutely i think uh, you put it very well like there are always going to be sales people in any kind of business and uh, there are new set of sales people that are coming in and sales people operate for compensation right like they're very driven by their compensation and if you're passionate about sales compensation in general this is going to work out and there's going to be growth there but if Probably if it's not a cup of tea, then you have to figure out something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there's some ways that, that if you realize sales comp isn't for you, but you're you're in sales comp today, I I do think that there's some some skills that uh you could start to learn and build some experience and and capability around. And and two of them are relationship management and communication because and and education I, I would actually add a third um because a lot of sales comp is is about educating everybody so from the sales rep to the ceo um you're you're gonna always be doing education you're you're gonna have to manage stakeholders and and what are what are the all the various stakeholders desiring out of sales compensation and and how do you manage all of those stakeholders and then communication i mean i i think there's so much more opportunity to improve our our sales comp designs through communication and and i think really kind of leaning into the, some of these areas will really translate to whatever you do with the rest of your career. And so I think there's a, a lot of opportunity there for, for anyone. I definitely agree with you on that. Sure. And on talking about that, right? Like what are the like you know some of the new age approaches that you are seeing in salescom nowadays that you think uh, everyone should explore, right? Yeah, there's definitely some trends that that are are happening um i i one of them that i wouldn't say is is new age is um i think sales comp plans tend to um overall become more simple um which i think is is great um i i think there's so many plans out there that are overly complex and i i think 
people have realized that if you add a lot of complexity, it's it's just not going to drive the overall outcome that you're desiring and the process will be overly painful for everybody. And so um, I'm I'm really excited kind of a, about that trend. I, I think that was well overdue. I, I think AI, everybody kind of expects to uh, disrupt uh, as, as kind of a, a new age trend, if you will. I, I think AI for will be better kind of just um, avoiding, helping avoid some of the challenges associated with sales comp. So when you think about uh, inquiry resolution um, and escalations, I, I think AI will be able to help some there. I, I think there's a, a possibility that AI could start to help with some of the analysis particularly if you're looking at a, a redesign. Um, but I, I don't think AI is anytime soon going to automate everything associated with sales comp because it's, it's definitely not going to automate the education, the stakeholder management, the, the, all of the communication elements, although it could probably help um, those areas. And uh and and I would say in general, you know, bigger than just sales comp, AI should be less about automating and replacing, and it should be more about empowering and enhancing because um, it's it's not going to replace the the human element a hundred percent. Now, ideally, it, it empowers us and and enhances things to where we can do more and be more productive and and more effective. Um, another trend that I'm not sure exactly where it's it's going and what's happening, but uh, you you hear more business desire to move to more action-based KPIs. and and I would say the kind of historical general expert perspective was avoid. Um, activity-based KPIs and stick with outcome-based KPIs. But uh, I do think as we get more sophisticated and have more data, I do think that there's going to be some activity-based KPIs that we know will drive outcomes um, that we might see more of with within our plans. And uh, I, I think I think it's going to take more maturity than where we're at today before these become uh, more commonplace and effective, uh, because I think a lot of times when when people try them today, they they kind of get some uh, focus on these activities, but they don't necessarily always drive the outcomes that are desired and so i i think that's a another trend that's interesting and i'm trying to keep tabs on but uh i i don't think the infrastructure is a hundred percent there yet it, it seems like it's gonna get exciting for sales comp with ai and a lot of other development over the next few years john i think thanks a lot for sharing this john and i hope but we can all of our community members can learn from John's experience.
and his advice around how to approach sales compensation. And John, we usually have two questions to close podcasts, uh, but I think the first question is happens to be like, you know, where do you learn the latest from Salesforce? But I think you've already covered all your resources that you talked about. So I'll, I'll shift it like, where do you learn about business in general? Like what's your favorite book around business management in general? So favorite book is a, a great question. I I definitely would say I consume a lot of um, material and I, I do love podcasts um, in general, a, a variety of sources. So I, I watch, you know, CNBC. I, I consume a, a lot of economic, philosophical, psychological, um, as well as business um type of uh offerings that that are out there and for me it's it's so important i think to listen to or read a lot of different perspectives and and be very open minded and uh it it's hard for me to point to a, a specific book um i would say but uh really just start to see what's out there and available and and at your your fingertips um because it's we really do live in an era of uh information and there's so much that's out there that that can be so value added to to your life and uh um particularly the podcast i'm i'm amazed that uh the the podcasts that are out there uh, I'll, I'll just throw out a, a couple the lex friedman podcast is phenomenal and it covers a lot of uh different stuff andrew huberman is phenomenal he's a uh a neurologist and but uh he has a lot of great practical information and then there's a an all-in podcast where you literally have billionaires um, who are talking about kind of the trends and the news and things that are are happening out there um, that are are very just interesting and uh, yeah I think all of those are are great general um, information and you'll learn a lot about a wide variety of topics. Andrew Huberman is uh, my one of my favorite podcasts as well. Like it's just like you know insane the level of information and depth that we could go and learn about our brain and body in general. So thanks for sharing that, John. The final question is, uh, how can our audience connect with you and learn more and get some mentorship from you? Yeah, so I think LinkedIn would be the the best place to uh, start a connection. And uh, if you search John Waldron PepsiCo, um, I will definitely come up and... Uh, yeah, connect with me on on LinkedIn, and uh, if you attend World at Work Sales Comp, um, I'll be there. And you know, don't be afraid to come say hi. Um, I did a a session at the the one last year. I may or may not do one this year. I or in 2024, I haven't decided yet. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, feel free to connect on LinkedIn and message me and. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, John, for being a wonderful guest on the podcast. I really hope, like, you know, you share a lot of valuable lessons and our members are able to 
take that uh, with them and be able to process that, right? Yes, this is was fun. Thanks for having me. Well, that brings us to the end of this insightful episode of Uncapped Insider. Big thanks to John for sharing his experiences and valuable insights. I really enjoyed our conversation today, John. Remember to check out Uncapped, your exclusive community for sales comp pros, brought to you by Heavestage. I'm your host, Sadat, signing off.